welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week. Except this week, because we're giving you an all-new Trailer Talk special episode, where we'll be reviewing trailers that just dropped or trending this week, including... Margot Robbie and Pete Davidson's The Suicide Squad. Will we say thank you next to Ariana Grande's ex entering the DC Universe? Vera Farmiga, Ray Liotta, and Michael Gandolfini's The Many Saints of Newark. Will we want to whack The Sopranos prequel for breaking our balls? Idris Elba and Regina King's The Harder They Fall. Will we want to ride off into the sunset with this western action drama? And Kate Beckinsale and Stanley Tucci's Jolt. Will we be shocked at how good this action comedy is or just buzzed? The coming attraction action starts now. I'm Kevin Williams and I'll be trailer talking with my incredible co-host, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. Kevin, we have so many trailers to discuss. Let's just jump into it. Yeah, let's get to it. And I'm going to go back to our old school rating system because the world is finally opening up. So before we go anywhere else, let me tell everybody how our rating systems work. There are three possible ratings for any film. If you really like the trailer and it did its job and made you want to put on pants and leave your house, then you give that trailer a movie theater. If the movie trailer was just okay and you might check out the movie one day on a streaming service, then you give that trailer a Netflix. But if that movie trailer was so bad that it took three minutes of your life you can never get back, then you give that trailer a kill. Natural causes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, Tone, what's our first victim? Kevin, our first victim is The Suicide Squad. It's an upcoming superhero film based on the DC Comics characters. It is intended to be somewhat of a sequel to the original Suicide Squad, not to be confused with the new movie, The Suicide Squad, very original. (laughs) Um, And the the film is directed by James Gunn, who's well known for his Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel film franchise. The film stars Viola Davis, Margot Robbie, Joe Kinnaman, Idris Elba, John Zena, Sylvester Stallone, Jay Courtney, Pete Davidson, Flula Borg, Alice Braga, Michael Rooker, and Sean Gunn. And this film, Kevin, is supposed to be featured, so you can see it actually on HBO Max, or you can see it in theaters. And the date for this all to happen is August 6th. You can either watch it on HBO Max, or you can go to theaters, so there's a choice there. Kevin, what's the synopsis for The Suicide Squad? Supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reeve Prison join a super secret, super shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at a remote, enemy infused island of Corda Maltese. All right, Tone, what'd you think of the trailer for The Suicide Squad? Well, that synopsis, Kevin, is so jumbled up with so many things happening. And I think that's a perfect, <laughs> that's a perfect uh, example of how this trailer is. Like this trailer has everything a, a fan can want. It has explosions. It has little tiny, um, I think those are starfish. It, it has a group of really colorful, um, villains turn, um, I guess possible anti-heroes. And it, and it also has like a, a dear heartwarming story because the, the trailer opens 
with um, Idris Alba's character, Bloodsport, and we see the motivation for this particular character going on on this mission. Uh, so for those who are not familiar with the Suicide Squad comics or didn't see the first movie, um, basically Task Force X is a group of uh, of incarcerated, incarcerated supervillains who are tasked by Viola Davis's character um, to actually go on these missions. And if they go on these missions and they're actually successful, they don't, they don't die. They get time off their sentence. So that's basically the whole idea of the Suicide Squad. So Task Force X is basically a group of villains that are sent to do impossible missions. They're not expected to survive. And if they do survive, they just get a little bit of time off. So the, the trailer uh, for this particular um, version of the movie, because the, is, this is supposed to be like a direct sequel, uh, kind of a direct sequel from the first movie. We see uh, Idris Alba's character, Bloodsport. He's been captured. He's in prison he has a toothbrush he's cleaning off i think gum from the prison floor and we see that his daughter is is being caught up in some type of um criminal situation herself and that he has to basically go on this mission because obviously he looks like a tough guy he doesn't want to go on this mission he goes on the he, he has to go on this mission to basically either get his his the time removed from his daughter or so his daughter doesn't have to face the consequences of whatever crime she's being uh, accused of committing allegedly i don't know i don't know if she committed the crime kevin so you have this whole idea that this father's going on this mission to do that but from then on the serious lovey-dovey tone of, of the trailer just basically goes bananas and we see just a montage of like funny one-liners explosions the, the, this this odd group of characters like it's a very weird cast uh, just thrown together and and they're all and they're off to the races i don't think um there's a lot of um this is not a thinking man's movie by by by, by any stretch of the imagination this is just a very fun uh, B, uh, I think the, the 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 trailer itself is like a perfect, I think, example of what we're going to see when it comes to the movie. Um, what, what were your first thoughts, Kevin? Well, it feels like it's trying to go for a very different tone than the first movie as far as the lightness of it or the jokiness of it or even the fact that they have the kind of characters they have. I mean, they have a character that looks like it's a shark and a person in one or some kind of experiment. I don't know, Shark Man. And there's also <laughs> like a giant weasel. Yeah, that's or like a weasel. A, <laughs> a person-sized weasel. Okay, what I don't understand about the Shark Man is why doesn't he need to be in water? I don't I don't understand. He's like part he has gills. Oh, uh, the shark is King Shark. And if you guys remember the first movie, um, we had another amphibious criminal. Um, we had um Killer Croc, and he was half man, half alligator. <laughs> and he he could go in water also. So I'm assuming that the, the shark is good for a little bit of time out of water. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't I didn't know how that worked. Now, um, at one point in the trailer, Idris Elba has a knife to Viola Davis's neck. And ballpoint she pen, is, I think, right? Ballpoint pen. <laughs> I big. I watched it. Like, I thought it was some kind. It looked like a knife. I wasn't sure if it was a pen or if it was a knife. But anyway, he has some sharp implement <laughs> against her <laughs> neck. He could easily slice her carotid artery and basically uh, kill her with a quickness. But everybody around her in this office is going nuts, and she is calm as a cucumber. And she's like, "Stand down, stand down." And she goes, "You know." uh the, uh, the fact that I'm talking to you tells you how serious this experience, this, what's going on is. That's all that matters. Are you going to, are you on board or not? So she's, she's basically negotiating with him with a knife to her throat or something to her throat. And she is calm and she is businesslike about the whole thing, which is amazing. So I have no idea who 
they are facing up against how big of a threat they are. And also, the same thing I ask in all the Marvel movies when it's just like a Spider-Man movie or something like that. Where are all the other supers at when this whole universe-ending threat is going down? Where is Captain Marvel and everybody else is busy? Where is Wonder Woman? Where is Superman? All that. I'm always asking that question that they we need the Suicide Squad, but nobody else is available, so we'll just use them. What is Superman dealing with that he can't get into this? Speaking of Superman, we learned that Idris Elba actually shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet, putting him in intensive care. So it turns out he is not faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> so... <laughs> that was all just rumor he is not so the trailer does like you were saying it is they throw a lot at you with the visuals it looks super shiny and colorful and uh we get um harley quinn always looking colorful but at one point she's walking and there's like it's like raining flowers or butterflies or something behind her and there's a lot going on like i said in the intro pete davidson from snl ariana grande's ex is in this film, which for me, takes me right out of it. As soon as I saw his face on the screen, I was like, ugh. I roll emoji. So, um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know what to think. And oh, I, I did want to ask you. So, is Idris Elba playing the same character as Will Smith? Well, um, Will Smith uh, was playing Deadshot. Idris Elba is playing Bloodsport. So there's actually two different characters. From what I understand, when, before the movie went into production, um, they weren't sure if Will Smith was coming back. And I, I was reading that Idris Elba, uh, the, the rumors first were saying that Idris Elba was actually going to uh, pick up the same role and, and be um, Deadshot in this movie. But then, like halfway through production, a new rumor came out and saying that he's playing a completely different character, which is Bloodsport. And uh, the idea behind this, supposedly, according to the rumors, was that um, depending on how the movie does, that might, Will Smith might come back for another movie. So they wanted to leave that door open. So he's actually playing a different character. What is the difference between Bloodshot and blood sport or blood or what wait what kill shot what okay what dead is shot. <laughs> dead shot blood sport because they feel very not just because they're both black but the characters are both famous for their gunplay so it felt like they were the same character so you know what the differences are supposed to be about them dead shot's supposed to be the man that never misses so he's um he's basically really a, 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 a remarkable marksman. Um, Bloodsport. I don't know if he's the man who just doesn't stop. Like I'm not I'm not really familiar with the Bloodsport character, but I thought it was also interesting because um if you see the trailer for the first movie, not giving anything away really. Uh, Will Smith's character is um captured um in the trailer like when he's with his daughter by Batman or something. I was like gonna that. say wasn't there a daughter because yeah. there was a daughter last time, so there's a daughter this time too. I can see why it's confusing because both characters um had a daughter also that was in the middle of everything and they both have they both are famous for their gunplay so that's why i'm a little confused oh something also thought was funny um kevin there were so many like weird one-liners in this trailer there's a point where they're all like sitting around in like a small auditorium and um um viola davis's character is amanda waller she's basically like this really hard ass type of like taskmaster and she doesn't take any crap and she's giving them basically the information they need to know for the mission and she says something about starfish, and John Cena's character for some reason <laughs> says, um, "Starfish is is there any relation to um 
I think to the anus or something. Like I don't know what he said. He says because that's a that's a that's street slang for anus. Like you can tell there's gonna be a lot of toilet humor in this movie. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> With between John Cena and um Ariana Grande's ex, yes, I think there's gonna be a lot. And there was a scene when they're all like on, I guess the drop plane is gonna drop them off on the island. And um uh what's his name? Uh is it Pete yeah. Davidson? With the yeah, weasel? Pete Davidson. He's freaking out because he thinks that the weasel is a uh, werewolf, and he's like, oh, "I'm not. Why am I sitting next to a werewolf?" And he's freaking out and trying to get away from him. And they and someone says, "Oh, he's relaxed. He's not a uh, he's not a werewolf. He's a weasel. He's not dangerous. Well, he's a little dangerous because he killed twenty seven children." <laughs> but uh, I was like, "Wait, why is this weasel murdering children?" <laughs> And, bef- and before that, when they're getting on the plane, Harley Quinn shows up late, and she's like, I had to take a number two. <laughs> and then somebody says, yeah, good to know. I don't know why she had to... T- yeah, why did you need to share that with the group? I don't know why... Why was this important for us all to know? Yeah, so it's... I, I think that if you are into the DC universe, chances are you're probably going to want to check this out. Honestly, I'll go first this time. I can't stand Pete Davidson. Just he <laughs> rubs me the wrong way. Um, Ariana Grande finally got clued in and said, like, "Yeah, thank you next." And so I say, "Thank you next." I'll wait for the next movie, and hopefully he won't be in it. Seriously, Kevin, the whole movie. Seriously, just the, it's called the Suicide Squad. Chances are they won't all make it. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'll look for spoilers. After I'll let you watch it on opening day and get back to me. I'm like, does he get killed? Yes, he d- All right, I'm in. If he's going to die, then I absolutely I want to see it, and I'll watch it in slow-mo over and over. Wow. Um, I, for one, Kevin, I would actually see – I would. I, I, this is definitely a movie theater for me. Uh, but since COVID is still out there, and then we have the whole Delta variant in New York City, uh, I'm going to um, – I, w- I would say Netflix, but this is going to be an HBO Max. So this is HBO Max for me. <laughs> I'm definitely going to see this. Like, um, this is definitely. I definitely want to hear the weasel backstory. That's the 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 children, the child murdering weasels backstory. And that's another thing. How much time do they get off for the like? <laughs> it's just like because Harley, this is Harley Quinn's second go round. How many life sentences does Harley Quinn have that after she saved the world last time, that did not expunge her record? I think at this point, Kevin, is that they're just bored. They have nothing better to do because if you mur- if this weasel did kill a whole bunch of children, like how much time? Yeah, you're not really giving out all? anyway. Yeah, you may as well. And that's a, how much. Uh, that's another thing. When you murder twenty three some odd children, how much time can they give you off that's going to actually make any difference? Because if you have a life sentence for, let's say, only half of the children you murdered, you got a life sentence. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take off one life sentence for each time you save the universe. <laughs> so you have to save the universe like 12 or 15 times before you can even think about getting out of jail. And I still think when you're a weasel, do they put you in like a regular same thing with the shark? Are, are they in like a men's prison or are, is there like a is there a veterinarian prison where they keep I don't understand what they do with the wee giant weasels and the sharks. They keep them in a pound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they keep him in the dog bound. All right, so, Tone, what's our next victim? Oh, if I if it wasn't clear, kill it. Oh, God. 
Thank you, Kevin. I, I'm sure they needed to hear that. Switching gears to a very different um tone of movie, our, our next victim is The Many Saints of Newark, a soprano story. It's an upcoming crime drama directed by Alan Taylor and written by David Chase. Yes, that's th that same David Chase from the Sopranos TV show on HBO and Lawrence Connor. Film is actually a prequel to the classic TV series uh, from HBO. The film stars Alessandro Nivola, Leslie Odom Jr., John Burntow, man, I love me the Punisher, uh, Corey Stahl, Michael Gandolfini, Rayleigh Oda, who has to be in every gangster mafioso movie, <laughs> and uh, the, the incredible Vera Farmiga, big fan of Vera Farmiga. It's scheduled to come out October 1st, 2021, and this also is another, it is an HBO uh, special, so definitely, if you have HBO Max, you can catch it on streaming there, I believe for a month, or you can go to theaters. Kevin, what's the synopsis for The Many Saints of Newark? All right, settle in. We're going to be here for a while. A look at the formative years of New Jersey gangster Tony Soprano. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the synopsis. Wow. So yeah, so, so like Tony said, this is a prequel. So if you watch the uh, television show The Sopranos on HBO back in the day, this is his his formative years. He's in high school, um, and there's a scene where Vera Formiga has been brought in uh, by some faculty member, and she's being told that her son is very intelligent according to uh, this aptitude IQ test. And she's like, "Well, you can't tell it by me." And he's a D student, so I don't think you're I don't think you're right. And she's and so then uh, the woman tells her, uh, "Yeah, but he's not. Uh, he doesn't apply himself, but." he's very smart and the results show that he's a leader and she actually laughs out loud at the idea of that <laughs> and so it turns out that aptitude tests are shockingly accurate predictors for, for leadership or intelligence <laughs> well for well he i mean okay obviously he made bad choices but you can't say that he wasn't somewhat smart he stayed ahead of the police for many many years he did a lot of whacking a lot of people got murdered <laughs> he didn't go to jail for like any of those murders he murdered as many people as that weasel and uh or if not more and so <laughs> the weasel's locked up where he was tony's still walking around free so i think he's got something going on upstairs so what did you think too <laughs> so um I, I vera farmiga is so amazing and i for, so the scene is that's the, the scene in the trailer that kevin described so um uh, this this is not just a prequel but it's also kind of like a period piece um so obviously it takes place uh before the soprano series so uh I, I'm, it's, it's in this it's in the late 60s late 60s so i i kind of got conjuring vibes it's weird like was anybody did you get those vibes eyes like <laughs> whenever you, know, you see vera for <laughs> For me, you, you know what's funny? When I see her, I think about remember she was on the uh, Bates Motel show, and oh, so yeah. I'm thinking she has she is not a good mother. She has raised some horrible, horrible sons. Oh, you're cool. You're so right, Kevin. So, um, so it so it opens up with Vera Farmiga. She gets the bad. She gets the good news, which she doesn't believe, like Kevin said. And then we cut to uh to to actually to a young Tony Soprano, and he's making a phone call, and somebody calls him uh some type of like. Uh, somebody says something nasty to him and he starts beating him up and from there it cuts to a montage where we see basically how he's a smart kid um he definitely has potential 
but he is his uncle in the trailer um sends him down a bad path and and we just said then do we see all these shots that are very you know very reminiscent of like a casino or like um you know um what's the other good fellas so he's doing yeah a bronx these- tale yeah mm-hmm. all these kinds of th- these but, but there's one thing about what you were saying that was really i love that scene where um uh tony's shady uncle uh says uh, as asking tony to help him steal a load of stereo speakers yep. and tony Tony is like, hey, I want to go to college. I can't get caught up and uh, caught with stuff like this. And so his uncle says, just take the speakers and tell yourself this is the last time you're going to steal uh, anything. And so then Tony looks at his uh, at his uh, uncle with this like wise smile, like, oh, when I know that's bull BS. And then as he's smiling, I'm watching it smiling going like we both know this is bs you will steal many 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 things so it's Mm -hmm. kind of the little wink and nod that that prequels can do and that was a very good wink and a nod at the audience is like yeah we know where this is going and i wouldn't be surprised that 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 was the that was the time or the the moment where he went down that path of just wrong (laughs) like we exactly and you know what's amazing kevin i i didn't know this um i when i was doing uh, a little bit of research for this because i was curious who the young man was uh the michael gandolfini um duh anthony (laughs) i didn't get that is uh is the late james uh, gandolfini's son yes the late james gandolfini's son for those of you who are like oh like me out there <laughs> who did put that together because <laughs> he has an amazing resemblance to his father in the trailer and and he does look like him and and um and james gandolfini had this look like this sinister like weird thing that he did with his mouth and his son does it in the trailer too did you see it kevin yeah I, it was it was uncanny it's really uncanny, and and like I said, Ray Liotta's in this. On uh, John Bernthal, on uh, Vera Farmiga, like a lot of uh, awesome actors that that you that you that we definitely enjoy watching. And I couldn't um help like just watch at the end of the trailer um it, the the music changes and we get uh, a quick um, the theme song at mm-hmm. the very end. They bring it in from the Sopranos and the woke woke up this morning. Got yourself a gun and. As much as I enjoyed the trailer and I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. I couldn't help to like to, to feel it feel at the end of when I heard that, like it made me happy, but also made me sad. I feel like this would have been this could have capitalized so much more if it came out like directly after the series. Like for some reason, it feels um kind of dated to to because I believe a lot of people who didn't watch Sopranos are probably like, well, what is this? Like, um, I think it's a different experience for for maybe um did you I'm assuming you watched the show as well. I, I didn't watch it from the beginning, but everybody I knew at the time was saying, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. So I started watching it, I think, a couple of seasons in, and I got hooked on it. And nobody was more furious than I was about the ending. <laughs> this was the most frustrating, annoying ending of a show ever. I'm still mad at Carmelo, uh, his wife, for not knowing that her husband murdered her best friend. Just like so many unanswered questions and it the way it ended it caused such a stir because the screen literally just goes black the family is uh, at a restaurant at a diner having dinner there's the there's a lot of people are in the restaurant and then the uh the daughter is uh she pulls up at the last minute and she runs inside of the restaurant and the screen just goes black and then everybody was calling their cable providers and satellite providers like, well, what happened? Something went out. And like, no, that was the end. So And people were just <laughs> like, what do you mean that that's the end? So no comeuppance, no 
no nothing no kind of no it didn't no ending no nothing and it was really annoying and so the idea of going now to a prequel um the early years now i will say something that that is somewhat interesting to me about the idea of this prequel is what it's dealing with um is uh the relationship between the italian americans and the african-american communities in newark at the time of the 1967 riots so that's all going on at the same time so you got you got racial tensions you got the world uh changing uh civil rights movement heating up so it's a lot all happening at the same time and it's a pot boiler and vera formiga is an amazing character i don't know if you how much of you watched of the original sopranos but the actress who played tony's mother she was the definition of the term ball buster mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to have vera formiga playing a young version of her and laughing in like a a, a teacher's face for saying that her son isn't an idiot I, it was just like oh this is gonna be a roller coaster ride with her um but i will say it was just a lot in the even in the trailer a lot of violence and so you have to be ready for it and have a stomach for it um which i'm not actually sure i have at this moment in time in history after what the we've been through in the world i feel like my viewing habits have changed as far as in how much or how graphic or mm-hmm. how much violence all can be thrown at me in one sitting like how many murders okay you know what i'm okay with three murders maybe four but once you get into shooting five six seven people in the face i'm just like i gotta tap out that's why you can't stand that weasel too many kills. that's why I can't, that weasel just kill if he'd only murdered like five kids then i'm like you know what this is a feel-good movie of the summer but, but once you get into double digit child murders that's when kevin has to say thank you next and kevin- this is that ariana grande episode <laughs> You mentioned the the ending of the Sopranos, and for those of you for for you younger last weekly listeners, um, so HBO has been ruining endings for a long time. Don't think that you Game of Thrones uh, watchers like you got a, a crappy ending. Like if uh, the Sopranos was the original HBO crappy ending, so they've, been, <laughs> they've been messing up endings for a very long time. And like, well, you like, know, now that you put it that way, you're right. That actually is worse than the than uh, that is a worse ending than Game of Thrones. But don't stop believing. Like they changed that song for me because whenever I hear that song now, which by, for those little you don't know, played at the end of the ending. Don't stop believing. And I always think of the Sopranos now when I hear that song. What about you? Oh my God, you're right because it just it was so tense because you were thinking the way they were playing it and shooting it, you thought there might be some kind of gangland. Uh, where they might come in trying to kill Tony and mm-hmm. basically massacre everybody in the diner. And it was really tense. And then they have his daughter come running in and just like, is something about to, or is it going to blow up or something? And then just fade, cut, cut to black. It wasn't even a fade, just like, bam, black. And then it was black for a while and then credits. And just like, wait, what? Did I miss something? So it was absolutely a horrible ending. So anyway, so... Um, I don't know how it's doing on HBO Max as far as in a lot of people are rediscovering shows that weren't around to watch mm-hmm, it or were too mm-hmm. young to watch it the first time around. Look at Friends. Friends is literally more popular than ever. There are kids who weren't alive when Friends first started that are now into Friends. They're buying T-shirts. They're going to the pop-up uh, Central Perks to, uh, for photo ops, posting on Instagram. So maybe a, a new generation is watching The Sopranos. Uh, on streaming services i have no idea so how do, how do you come down on this trailer are you excited about it why are you feeling it? you want to see this give me give me give me give me 
I, I've said this before, Kevin, like there, there's not enough like just films that are just films. And I'll give this trailer that I, it represents itself like a film. And, and what I mean by that, like, obviously, these are all these trailers are for films, but the the new movies of today are very popcorny they're very they're very like you know um here today gone tomorrow they're a lot of this this feels like a film and um for you for when you guys watch this trailer you you understand what i'm saying like it feels more like those like i said goodfellas it feels like a casino like it feels like one of those small uh, movies that has a story to tell so I actually want to watch this. I don't think I'm as excited as I, like I said, as, as if I watched this before. Um, like let's say when um when when the when the Sopranos is ended. So I feel like it's it's uh, it came a little bit too late. But I want to watch this nonetheless. But for for me, I don't think it's something I would run to the movie theaters to watch. So it's definitely an HBO Max for me. Uh, what about for you? <sighs> okay, I need to create a in between rating. To me, this is a between stream it or Netflix and kill it. Because like I said before, it just, it looks like it's going to be so hyper violent and just like, am I in the mood for this? Also, I agree with you. If this had come out right after The Sopranos ended, then I would have been like itching for something like this right after. But it's been such a long time since that show ended. And do I want to get sucked back into that world of just like, that show was so violent. There was so much crime and cold bloodedness to it. Trigger warning. yeah, it was so cold-blooded and so just nasty with the violence and the coldness of it all. And there will be, oh, I can't even fathom how many N-words are going to be in this film. <laughs> and I mean, the, I mean, use yeah. of the word N-word. It's going to be all over the friggin' place. And there's going to be a whole, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be triggering in so many ways, violence ways racism ways just a lot of triggering but the hard part for me is vera farmiga she is such an incredible actress seeing her take on this role is hard i want to see her i wish i could just see the scenes just with just her scenes just all the scenes with her in it (laughs) and none of the rest of the movie because i'm assuming she's not going to be in a whole bunch of shooting in the face scenes so (laughs) that's what i'd like to see you're assuming too much kevin Uh, that's an excellent point she was young maybe she was whacking some uh whacking some people but anyway so at this point i I guess i'd have to say attempted murder as i'm try to kill it but not maybe actually kill it so (laughs) so that's a new rating it's between see it and uh it's between netflix and netflix and kill it so it's somewhere hovering around there i mean maybe one day it'll be raining and i'll be bored and i'll have a pizza coming and i'll be like you know what let me try and watch a little bit of it so maybe but chances are i won't (laughs) i'll tell you how it is kevin Thank you. All right, Tom. What's our next victim? Okay, so um, changing gears yet again. Uh, we're going into a western this time. Uh, the harder they fall. The harder they fall is an upcoming western film directed by Jameis Samuel, who co-wrote the screenplay with a gentleman named Bose Yakin. It stars a whole bunch of awesome people: uh, Jonathan Majors, um, Idris Elba. We got Sassy Beats, Lakeith Stanfield, Detroit Lindo, and we got the awesome Regina King. Uh, this film is a Netflix film. It's, it's set to premiere um in 2021. I couldn't get the exact date for you guys, so keep a keep an eye out for this one. And it's also produced by Sean Carter himself, Jay Z. Uh, Kevin, what the synopsis for Harder They Fall? All right. 
When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this Western. Ooh, that was so long, Kevin. I I know, (laughs) they're really cutting these short. So what did you think of the trailer? So this trailer opens up with this awesome, like a lot of times, like uh, what I love and enjoy about trailers is like they got two minutes and change and they got to sell you the whole movie. And the first 20 seconds, I know it's 20 seconds because I actually watched the trailer multiple times. And the first 20 seconds, it's actually a remix of the Barrington Levy song, Here I Come. And they actually cut the, the trailer like the first 20 seconds to the song. So you see actually the sky, you see this train that's coming on a railroad. And again, we're talking about a Western and everything just moves to, to, to the beat and the song. So the, the beginning is so, it's so melodic. It's so cool. And you see this train is coming and there's two figures who come in front of the train on horses. And of course is Regina King's character and Lakeith Stanfield. And um, speaking of the N word that Kevin was talking about before, <laughs> you have the conductor, he runs off the, the train because he's upset because these two people have, have have stopped their horses in front of the train forcing him to stop and he says you ni-, and that's and then he gets shot in the face by regina king's character and it's really funny because lakeith stanfield's character turns to her and says he could have said nincompoop and she says we ain't no nincompoops <laughs> <laughs> that's what i knew i was in for some fun stuff kevin because that opening scene is so funny i played it a couple times because at first i didn't get what he was about to say but we don't know he could have he could have been saying nincompoo and then we see that that regina king and lakeith stanfield actually with a posse it's a group of them and they're actually um taking over this train and at first i thought oh it's a it's a a train robbery you know a railroad robbery like the old days they're out for gold but no when they open this safe it's Mr. I've been in almost every action movie lately. Idris Elba comes out and he has like the coolest walk as he walks through this a slow motion gunfight. And I'm glad you read the synopsis for us, Kevin, because I didn't know what the hell the movie was about. I know there was a lot of shooting, a lot of cool, like slow-mo action, but I, I didn't, had no idea who what was it about. So uh, what were your first thoughts about this one? Okay, um, what I will say I like about this trailer is that it lets you know exactly what you're going to get so you won't go into this into the theater or to stream this and be like i'm shocked at what i'm saying you know that you you absolutely know this is going to be a blood fest the vibes i was getting was django unchained so if you like that kind of thing then this movie is for you. Literally, within seconds of the trailer starting, someone gets shot in the face, and you called it a gunfight? No, it was a massacre. So what happens is they uh, they come into the train after they shoot the conductor. First of all, honestly, I was taken out of it just at the very beginning. I'm like, this isn't for me, and here's why. The idea in the Old West that they would stop, the conductor would stop a train Because there is a woman and one horse on the track is, I don't believe that for a second. They know what world they lived in. He would keep, he would barrel through and let the chips fall where they may. Either you move off the track or not. You can stay on the track, but we are coming. So when he not only stopped the train, but then gets off to say something to her, how does he not know he's not going to get shot in the face? Doesn't he know that he's in a Western? So there's that. (laughs) So that part bugged me because it did not feel remotely real. But then there was more unreality coming. So when they get on the train, they go in the back 
and there's all these Confederate soldiers that are there guarding the safe, and we find out that Idris Elba's in the safe. As he's walking out in slow motion, uh, Regina King and this, and uh, what's-his-face, literally just start mowing down, start killing all of the Confederate soldiers that were uh, guarding him. So it isn't a gunfight, it is a massacre. They just mows, they mow, mow them all down, and then uh, the rest of the trailer starts. So they've done what their job was to free him, and that they freed him and taken out the Confederate soldiers. And no, believe me, I'm not crying any tears over Confederate soldiers being taken down. It's just the idea that it wasn't a gunfight. It was just like, no, they shot them after after getting Idris Elba out. And so Kevin, there is a... why they but I, that's the part. That's why I thought it was a gunfight, because while leading up to them getting him out the safe um why did they didn't shoot him at that point which i thought would have would have made more sense they waited to get him out the safe that's why i figured maybe there was maybe there was uh, some type yeah of after they Russell. got what they wanted from him they got the they they got him to open the safe they don't need them anymore and plus they were confederate soldiers so they killed them it looks like they don't kill the passengers on the train mm-hmm. that they just kill the soldiers that were guarding idris elba so yeah that's how th- that's what that looked like to me but there is a scene in uh django unchained uh a, during the climax where this female character who was really hateful in the film comes uh, walking into a room and all of a sudden, just before she can even say anything, uh, Jamie Foxx shoots her and she goes flying uh, like out of the frame. Like uh, just like, like the force of the bullet was so intense. It blows her back like a cartoon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They did that exact same thing in this. And so it is not only is it hyper violent, but it's very stylized like violence and uh, the blood splatter and people when you shoot them, literally them flying across the room from the force of the bullet or whatever. And so I think that it's for a specialized audience. So if you like that kind of thing, then that's for you. Honestly, I am disappointed. I was super excited with the idea of a majority black cast western and um regina king and idris elba in particular and so what i was hoping for was something like unforgiven um some that like a really gritty Mm -hmm. very realistic take on the african-american experience of the old west that we haven't been told in history books was what i was shooting for or no pun intended what i was hoping for but I got like more kind of Quentin Tarantino wisecracking as you're shooting people in the face and shooting people in the back of the head and just like, oh, oh messed up my new suit. Kind of just like, yeah, that kind of thing. I just like I, I, I just I am disappointed. I hate the fact that I'm disappointed and I hate the fact that I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out there like this is a kill it for me. This is not something I want to see. I am very sad about it. I was I, I my I was hoping this was going to be like one of those Oscar contender westerns where they're going to just like just show something with a lot of heart and grit and oh true grit. I was hoping for like a uh, 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 an ebony true grit kind of story. And um this is not that. This is revenge porn so if you like pop if you can eat popcorn while blood is splattering all over the place this is the movie for you but it's oddly, not for me oddly you mentioned uh quentin tarantino because my wife was watching the trailer with me and she says wow this reminds me of quentin tarantino and some of the films kevin like you just said um django unchained uh hateful eight there is kind of like uh I, I can see why that 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 comes to mind but but quentin tarantino's movies uh have a real uh 
they're, they're not i wouldn't say they're just for like the thrill of just shooting people like there's always some type of like um message even though some people get unsettled by the messages that he tries to deliver here i think it's this is more just that like an action um feel good to ride and um i, I agree with you with that um but also we have to acknowledge that um i don't why would you um did you did you hear about the movie before like why did you think it was going to be um you had this this idea of the movie being something more serious than what it is well because of okay now yes idris elba has been in the you know hobbs and shaw so we know he can be in trash so (laughs) i'm not saying that that he has a pedigree that he's always in like you know oscar or emmy nominated things but i thought because regina king i was looking at the rest of the cast and i first of all i love uh zazie beats I mm-hmm. think she's amazing. She's absolutely, she's so much fun. So I was looking forward to seeing her. Um, but when I saw the trailer was just so cartoony and over the top with the violence. And again, the whole idea when you shoot somebody, unless you're shooting them with a cannon, they don't go flying back 40 feet mm-hmm. when you fire a pistol at them. And just like, just that kind of thing is just, it takes me out. Like I told you, even at the very beginning, they they lost me with the idea that train conductor stopped the train. Now, they could have done the exact same thing, because I know people are thinking like, well, Kevin, you need to have the train stop for the movie to start. I understand that. What you do is you put some kind of barricade or something on the track where he'd have no choice but to stop. But one horse, and, not a, and a horse with a black woman at that time, the kind of conductor who's going to get off the train and call somebody an N-word, is not going to stop... Uh, stop because there is an n-word on the track mm-hmm. not even a, for a second so that takes me out of it right there and then you have the cartoony violence of it believe me i can be down with revenge kind of a revenge western thing um there was a really famous one that i saw as a kid about some woman i think it starred what is her name she was famous for being like in oh god what is her name Raquel Welch I think it starred Raquel Welch where she is getting married to some uh country preacher and um some uh bad uh some horrible criminals happen upon their campsite they of course murder him and of course rape her and they they think they left her for dead but she doesn't die and so she managed to survive some native american finds her they nurse her back to health then she basically starts training and she's uh, turns into a badass and she's on a mission to kill all the people that murdered her man and raped her so i can be on board for revenge like like we're to take out the trash i can be on board with that but not but when it feels more serious and urgent and not like a cartoon this felt like a cartoon to me and i just couldn't get on board i the movie doesn't even the trailer doesn't even bother to tell us what is the revenge about Mm -hmm. what is the crime that they're they're getting idris elba out because something is so serious that's happened that idris elba needs to reunite the gang to go after this person they don't even spend any time in the trailer telling us what is what what has happened that's so horrific that they have to get the gang back together to stop this person i would have liked to have seen that but all i saw was a bunch of like yes cool looking black people in duster jackets or coats like you know shooting people in the face i gotta agree with that kevin also when i the trailer you really don't like i said i didn't know what was the trailer what was really happening besides the fact that it was some cool shots i didn't know like what was the story behind it also I'm with you there. Um, I don't have Netflix. Uh, like I've said, I canceled. But I'm going to put this movie on my Netflix list. So when I do get it back. And <laughs> when you do it, get Netflix again, you'll watch it. I, I will watch it. I don't think I would go to the theater to watch this. But I definitely think it's something like if you have a Saturday afternoon and you have a couple hours. I think if you're into that. I really like Westerns. 
Um, so I think I'll definitely check this out. But I do, I do hear you, Kevin, and I, and I do, I think um, your, your your critiques are are valid. And if you like Western G, what you need to see is the remake of True Grit that came out in the mid two thousands. That movie is so awesome. friggin' amazing. So see that movie. I haven't even seen this, and I can tell you that movie is ten times better. I need Regina King in a True Grit movie. I need her in that. Not in this Quentin Tarantino shooting people in the face to, uh, to a cool soundtrack. I just, I need more than that. I expect more from that from her. I, I really am disappointed. All right, Tone. So what's our last victim? Wow. This, um, not really changing. It's, it's definitely not a Western, but not really changing gears, um, uh, as far as feeling. Uh, we're going to talk about Jolt. Now, Jolt is an upcoming action comedy directed by Tanya Wexler, written by Scott Wascha. The film stars Kate Beckinsale. That's right. It's Miss Underworld herself. We have Bobby Cannaville, uh, Laverne Cox. Um, she's awesome in Orange is the New Black. Uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, always awesome as well. And Jai Courtney. Um, Jolt is scheduled to be on Amazon Prime Video, so we have another streaming movie on July 23rd, 2021. Kevin, what's the synopsis for Jolt? A bouncer with a slight murderous anger management problem that she controls with the help of an electrode-lined vest she uses to shock herself back to normalcy whenever she gets homicidal. That is a run-on sentence. All right, Tone, what did you think of the trailer? for jolt wow so it's amazing that we did jolt and the hard they fall together because uh, until kevin read that synopsis for me i didn't know what was happening in the trailer and what was like this is again a, a case of uh you don't show me but you tell me and, and that, that this is what jolt so the the intro to this trailer you you have a kate beckinsale's character and she's sitting down this thing that they do with trailers nowadays, Kevin, they always give you like these three seconds of like they give you like the pre-trailer to it's like a pre a, a, a pre-trailer trailer. <laughs> it's like a sizzle reel to the trailer. So like it's like okay, you dummies, you don't have two and two minutes and thirty-seven seconds of attention. So let me give you three seconds of the two minutes and thirty-seven seconds. Um, so we get a pre-trailer to the trailer, and basically, uh, we see that she's being strapped up with this device, and she gets. I'm not sure if you ever play Wii, Nintendo Wii, but they usually have to go. To a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you remember the nunchuck remote that it was like yes a little, that's what she has that's what she has and until kevin read the synopsis if you when you guys watch this trailer you don't know if if the if the nunchuck remote that she has in her hand if it makes her angry or or removes the anger you can't tell and i think that was just bad trailer cutting right there okay well you, you know what i just found actually more of a, a, a longer synopsis it has more than because the synopsis i found just had that first sentence mm -hmm. but here's the second part that's available on another website so after the first guy she's ever fallen for is murdered, she goes on a revenge-fueled rampage to find the killer while the cops pursue her as their chief suspect. All right, so she has an anger management issue. She wears a vest with electrodes to stop her from murdering a bunch of people whenever she gets a little bit too upset. And her the her love of her life has been murdered, and she is going on a, re a revenge-fueled rampage, and the cops are after her because they think that she's the one that killed her fiancé. Right. none of that is actually clear from watching the trailer. Not even a <laughs> little bit. You just see her basically messing people up. So basically, we, we were Kevin and I reviewed uh, Gunpowder Milkshake um, uh, a couple reviews back, a couple trailer talks, 
And in that movie, you just basically all see all this cool action shots of these ladies just messing people up. And that's basically what you get here. You get Kate Beckinsale doing a cool bunch of like action fighting moves. You don't know why she's doing it. You don't know why, who she's punching. You don't know why she's punching them. So thank you so much, Kevin, for clearing that for me. Um, <laughs> what are you, did you get the same vibe that you didn't know what the hell was happening I, okay, in the trailer? Again, I don't understand who is cutting these trailers. Now, we've, we've argued about the fact that there are some trailers that over show you Mm -hmm. they tell you too much but i still think you can give the motivation Mm -hmm. without giving the answer you can say that someone's been murdered and that kate beckinsale is kicking ass and taking names trying to find out who the real killer is so that that we can know that going into the theater and not have that mess up the experience i mean unless her uh, boyfriend gets killed in the last two minutes of the movie, which I'm guessing he doesn't. I'm guessing like every other good action boyfriend slash girlfriend, you get killed after a montage of having fun times at a carnival and then having sex. Mm-hmm. And then you get murdered and then they go are bent on revenge to try and find your killer. That's how it normally goes when you are dating somebody who is an action star. That's another <laughs> thing. When you date somebody and they can do a roundhouse kick, you're going down. You need to break up. Because you will be killed. <laughs> Unless you're dating Liam Neeson, then you know you'll be recovered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no. You might be killed, but he will uh, he will avenge you, but you're still going to probably get murdered. He's going <laughs> to somebody collect. <laughs> if, you're, oh, if you're one of his sexy daughters, then they may keep you alive to keep make you a prostitute. But if you're not a sexy daughter, then, yeah, you're going down. <laughs> but um, Kate Beckinsale, as you mentioned, uh, Underworld. Kate mm-hmm. Beckinsale has been kicking ass for a while now. Normally, she's kicking ass in a black cat suit, which mm-hmm. is how I prefer her kicking ass, to be honest. I love the Underworld movies. I understand that they are not, they're not Shakespeare. They're not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> they're not getting nominated for an Oscar for best anything. But to me, they should win for best costume design because those cat suits, damn. Did I, mention I'm gay? Did, you mention Did I mention I'm gay? Yeah. Did I mention I'm gay? And I was like, damn, Kate Beckinsale. I mean, she is amazing. And so the idea uh, in the trailer we see, she is on a, a subway and some ass is sitting next to her and he's trying to eat us. He's eating this giant hoagie and he's like spilling on her. He's putting his elbows in her face. And so anyway, yeah, not today. Not today. <laughs> so she she dispatches of him quickly. Stanley Tucci is in this, and I guess he's the one that has designed this thing to help keep her from killing people. This uh this vest, but he's warning her that there's only so many volts a human body can take to kind of shock her back into you know not being a a crazy killer. But there is a scene where she is surrounded by a whole bunch of like uh hired goons. That's another thing that I don't understand about these kinds of movies, and this is my a little pet peeve. Now, when you're one of those hired thugs for some kind of, you know, gangster or cartel head or something like that, and you've watched Kate Beckinsale break the necks of five or six of your other colleagues, and then you're next to go up toward, like, you know what? I'm out. Nobody ever just like walks out like, yeah, you know, I got kids. I'm so- bye. Nobody leaves. They watch all their friends get killed. And so, which basically she says when she's surrounded by all these men and she goes, oh, please don't tell, don't tell me I'm gonna have to do the whole face smashing, neck breaking. I don't, okay, fine. Let's do it. And then she dispenses murdering them all. Just like, so she tried not to kill everybody, but they made her. 
Kevin, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, and I've had this. Uh, me and my wife have gone off like every we we were we were we 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 had the the bad decision making to watch that Tom Cruise movie um where he beats people up. Uh, I forget. I don't even remember the name of the movie. It's just a hard Tom movie. Cruise. It's Tom Cruise, and he basically he's like this military guy, and he goes around beating people up. And um, he he says in the beginning of the trailer, "Remember, I gave you an out." And he beats the guy up, and ev- and after he beats one guy up, then this other guy comes and he beats him up, and <laughs> and I'm like, my wife and me turns and like, but why did that second guy not leave? Like, what, what, what did he think he would do different? So I that's my worst pet peeve. If if a, if a character kills ten people like John Wick, why do they keep coming? Like I, exactly how I always wonder like how much are they paying these hired goons? I mean they gotta be paying them more than Amazon because I would leave just like is like do they have really good dental? I don't understand why you keep fi- in you've seen her snap all your friends' necks and just like oh well guess it's my turn to get my neck snap and then you're no get the hell out of there especially in i'd go pretty quick after the first neck got snapped i'd be like i'd slowly start backing from the circle there but it was <laughs> jack reacher kevin i remember jack reacher that's what it was it was those jack reacher films. yes i rem- okay i do remember that exactly so yeah why does the next person stay for the next mm-hmm. ass kick yeah anyway so but um she is super equipped for this kind of thing. She looks amazing with the blonde, with the blonde hair in this. And I, okay, I'm not trying to be sexist by mentioning how amazing she looks because she, but she does. She looks amazing in this. She's kicking ass. She's taking names. There's another line where she says, she goes, why do gross old men always underestimate women? And so then, uh, before she can say anything else, the guy starts to pick up a gun and she, she, she grabs the gun from the guy that's in the front seat that's driving and cause she's in a limo and she flips it around and then she ends up having the gun on that guy. And then the trailer ends with this. So the guy that was talking smack to her and she said to him, why do gross men, old men always underestimate women he underestimated her apparently because at one point she has him chained up Mm -hmm. and she's standing in front of him with a car battery and some jumper cables and he goes are you really uh that stupid and then she replies I think I'm exactly that stupid. And then she, then you would be shocked by what she does with those electros. And just, and that's the end of the trailer. And I'm like, damn it, Kate. Damn it. Now, I know people are going to be like, wait a minute, Kevin. Weren't you just saying (laughs) about the other trailer that you don't. Now, this is like karate kind of action killing and neck snapping versus face being shot in the face and blood splattering everywhere so she's killing people in a very stylish not gory way which i can get behind also i'm curious who killed her uh boyfriend and why did they not know that she he was dating kate beckinsale because i'm not messing with anybody who's dating kate beckinsale because we don't see any of this i guess in the trailer so i guess in the movie you see when he's killed because the whole time she's like i need to find out who did this and the whole trailer they never explain what this is what, what is it this that she needs to find out about you know what the same the same people who killed whatever whoever did something to, uh to to idris elba in the other movie mm-hmm, the harder mm-hmm. they fall is the same the same person who's behind the murder of kate beckinsale's man the same people are behind this it's a conspiracy tone (laughs) so so tone what is your verdict for jolt 
uh, I'm going to Amazon Prime it. Like, uh, I have Amazon Prime. I think this is something you just watch when, you know, you're bored. You check this out. Uh, this is not Shakespeare by any mention. Y'all can tell <laughs> by the trailer. It's not going to be Shakespeare. Um, but the, the, I'm hoping that the film is better than the trailer. So what about you, Kevin? Well, we got Stanley Tucci, who's good in everything. Susan mm-hmm. Sarandon is in this. Um, uh, Cannavale, um Danny was his name. Kind of kind of all Bobby kind of is it kind of veil or kind of whatever is it Bobby kind of all kind of can whatever Bobby cannibal whatever his name is he's he's always yeah he's pretty he is amazing in Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. my guess this is just a little guess after Kate Beckinsale's man is murdered and she avenges his killer and finds the real killer I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Bobby doesn't slide into those DMs (laughs) so I think it's going to happen. I think that's going to be her new man. Thank you, next. But anyway. (laughs) Can we get your review, Kevin, somewhere? (laughs) Okay. So, um, uh, not surprising anybody. Uh, see this yes um am netflix it uh amazon prime it whatever it looks like it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be a kicking ass and taking names kind of thing i love it when stupid men underestimate a badass woman after they've watched her kick so many asses before they line up to be the next one to get their ass kicked and i am here for it i am popping popcorn for it and only thing that could make it perfect is if something happens where one of the people that at one point she's being held captive and she's like like tied up or whatever they force her to put on a cat suit that's all i need to make it perfect a black one by the a way a black cat suit and then, <laughs> and then and then she takes out the trash so yes can't wait for it can't wait all right we come to the end of another episode we can't review every trailer but we do want a trailer talk about the movies and tv shows you want us to so if you see a trailer you'd like us to review let us know you can send us a voice message on the anchor app or let us know on twitter and instagram we're at last weekly on both and you can catch episodes of last weekly on youtube and post your own comments and questions about the show there we'll absolutely respond to you (laughs) all right tone how can people listen to the show other than how they're listening right now they can definitely listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify. Like you said, they can watch and listen to us on YouTube. But they can also check us out on WJMSRadio.com every Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern and 1.30 p.m. Pacific. And every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific. And to make things easy, Kevin, just go to LastWeekly.com for all our links so you can check out where you can listen to us. And remember that the Last Weekly theme song is a song lush by the artist Dyla. Kevin. All right. Thank you so much for listening and supporting our show. It means so much to us. Thanks for following us on social media. We really appreciate it. And thanks so much for all those great reviews you're posting over on Apple Podcasts. They mean the world to us. So don't forget to join us for the next episode of Last Weekly because the week doesn't end. end. Say it with me, Tone. Until Until we say so. so. See, trying to mess me up. So close, so close. Almost perfect. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That was perfect. (laughs) That was quite jinx, yeah.